Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your own reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here, and this is a very important piece of content uh, live on my page, and it will also go on my podcast, The Disruptive Entrepreneur, about the virus, about the the panic, the fear, the media panic and the fear, uh, and what you can do about it, and what's fact and what's not, and how it could affect business, your business, and other people's businesses. So uh, do you think that this virus is uh, fear-based panic in the media? Or do you think this is a a real clear and present danger and threat to business? Now, what I'm not going to talk about are the medical statistics uh, or the, you know, the number of people who are getting it or who may or may not die from it, because that's not my place. And also that's not my area of knowledge. One thing for sure is I think that a lot of people are commenting on this virus and they have no clue about the facts. No clue whatsoever. I intentionally did not jump on this early, you know, as almost like a marketing gimmick. I want to tell you what I'm doing and my thought process and the planning behind the scenes. Um, because actually, uh, to our business, it could definitely affect us significantly. There's no two ways about it. And I think if this had have happened 12 years ago when I'd started business, I didn't have any, any real overhead. I didn't have any staff. I didn't really have any responsibility. I'd be like, oh, whatever. Everyone's just scared. It'll all be fine. Now I have a business that has nearly 100 staff. I have a business that has an overhead sometimes pushing a million pounds per month. And so even if this just affects our turnover by 20%, that could have serious implications to a company like mine. So I'm taking it fucking seriously, just so you know. Now, taking it seriously is different from fear and panic and rabbit in the headlights uh, and, you know, feeling like the world is over. Because let's be honest, if you're a pharmaceutical company, if you are disinfectant and hand gel, you're absolutely killing it right now. So I need to, as a business owner, feel the fear because, you know, sometimes you feel some fear. You don't want that feeling because I'm seeing quite a lot of people just saying, oh, well, everyone's just scared for no reason. Oh, you know, just, just don't worry about it. It won't affect you or anyone. It's only really old people who are affected. Well, that, some people are avoiding the feeling of fear. But I think you should feel the fear. You should breathe it in and go, okay, what is this trying to teach me? And what do I need to do? But the fear should not turn into panic. Now, none of us know what's going to happen. I've had conversations with people who say, hey, look, you know, what happened in China and Italy is likely to happen everywhere else. I've had other people say, oh, well, they'll control it a lot more. Of course, there are some 
conspiracy theorists about um, this virus. And of course, the media, you know, they have definitely fueled that. You know that some of the stuff they're writing is just it's, it's really not in context. However, this is what I'm doing. I am making a plan. And I think, don't they say, fail to plan, plan to fail. So I am making a plan. And I am certainly mildly concerned. Now, I guess if you're a statistician, if you think about the outbreaks before, um, viral or non-viral, so um, what was it, swine flu? Of course, you've had salmonella, salmonella which was non-viral, I believe. And you look at what's happened in the past, it's kind of, you know, faded out and not really been that um, impactful overall. But it definitely affects businesses. And so you have to think about how can it affect your business and what can you do about it? Because some businesses it will actually help and some businesses it will hinder. So for me, I run events, probably not going to affect too much my property developing and building, but I run events Excuse me. And if I have less people at events, that could affect me. So uh, I am uh, planning the worst, but expecting the best. And that's a key thing. Plan the worst, expect the best. And I am planning the launch of some new online programs, because if people can't attend events and all events above a certain number uh, are temporarily postponed, I've got to be able to ride out three months, six months. I don't know. Now, I guess it's likely that by summer it'll all be gone. Generally, viruses tend to um, you know, not be as potent in the summer uh, months. But uh, it could exactly it could be a big hit for service accommodation operators. Anyone where people leave any sort of trade or business where people leave their house, it could be affected. So can you pivot your business model or plan to pivot your business model whereby you can run it from home? You can run it globally online. So I'm preparing the launch of some new online events. Now, I may not launch these and I may not need to launch these. So plan the worst, expect the best. Plan for no one leaving their house, even though I actually don't believe that no one's going to leave their house. I think there'll be a few events cancelled and I think we'll all move on as normal. But who knows? I could be proven wrong. I'm just telling you what I think based on past events like this and when I'm not feeling the fear. But actually, the fear is good because it's making me plan. So I've got four or five really good, scalable online training programs that I could completely pivot into and I could end up hopefully thriving rather than just surviving through this challenging time. Now, what this teaches you is you have to plan for stuff you can't plan for. You have to prepare for the completely unexpected and be blindsided by. And how do you plan for something you can't plan for? Well, that's the skill of um, successful business owners is always have a plan for a plan you can't plan for because um, we've had a few disruptions to our business and our training companies and, you know, one or two of them. OK, we're like, we could have seen those coming, could have done something about those. Let's get the lessons. One or two of them, we couldn't see them coming. We just have to react quickly while we're happening. And of course, now the virus, you, can, you never could plan for that. But of course, if you plan for a virus every 10 years, if you plan for a recession every 10 years, if you plan for a war, if you plan for all these things, then at least you've got some kind of um, contingency ready. So I think it's really important that you're ready to pivot at a moment's notice and you're ready to act as fast as fuck. Uh, you know, if this thing kicks off a bit more, uh, uh, it's the quick and the dead, as they say. So you've got to be ready and lean to pivot fast. Now, if you're a startup business, many let me know, by the way, if you're a startup, um, let me know if you're a scale up. So are you a sm 
Are you starting your business right now or have you been doing it a lot longer? Because if you're a startup, it's way easier to pivot. I can understand why someone's just starting up and hasn't got many clients or overhead or responsibilities. Ah, don't worry about it. I might have been like that 12 years ago. But when you have business and overhead and staff and responsibility, then you can get hit big time. Um, Of course, a lot of people are going to use this as an excuse. I think there's probably more to the flyby administration than just the, uh, the virus. So, that, you know, and you're going to get news stories about this and because they're going to be exaggerated and then the fear is going to uh, spiral and cycle and you have to be careful to step yourself back at that. Feel the fear, create a plan, plan for the worst, expect the best, be ready to pivot at a moment's notice, be ready to downsize or to scale up. Could I move into a business model that could leverage this? Could I add on extra products or services that could actually help me make more money through this time? And am I prepared to act very fast? Because if I act slow, I lose. It's the quick and the dead. So you could actually scale your business through this um, virus panic and fear. Um, if you can, uh, so David has said he is a one man band um, uh, consultancy, but he has a global consultancy. So, of course, that could be really good. He probably doesn't need that many clients to grow and he could grow globally. He could create an online version of his consultancy and he could do because um, let's be honest, people are going to be. Um, they're going to get really bored really quick of this. Uh, they're, they're also, if they are, have to, if there is a bit of quarantine or if there is people not run, doing events and not going out soon enough, people are going to get really itchy feet and they're going to want to get out. And so then what you could have is an, a spike after that. So you could have a bit of a drop and then a spike after. I think they call it a dead cat bounce, don't they? I don't know. Um, so, yeah, they're my thoughts on it. Um, um, how could you leverage it? Observe the masses do the opposite. Is there opportunity for your business in this? Uh, if uh, the things that could get affected by your business happen, how could you pivot the model or the, create the new product or service so that you can actually offer an additional product or service? If people don't go out as much, they're still going to spend money. They're going to get bored. There'll be that um, boredom spending. So there's still going to be good opportunities for you in business, but you must have a plan. So thanks for tuning in. I hope you found this useful. Please share this around because there's so much fear and panic and bad news and also a lot of people talking about things that they can't control listening to a bit of media and making out that they know everything about everything that's going on i'd like to put a bit more productive proactive and positive stuff out there so please could you share this video or this podcast if you're listening to it um, and give people some practical steps Um, of course i don't know all of your business models so i don't actually know um, exactly what you can do but i think um, if you plan for people going out less and staying at home more and a product or service that could be delivered in that way, I think you could end up, you know, really leveraging this and this could end up being really good for you. Um, And, you know, when you're in Darwinian times, it's always survival of the fittest. So the ones that thrive through this actually take market share. They grow significantly. The quickest way to grow is for everyone else to die. And people forget that and because they get scared and they're worried. And what am I going to do? And business is going to be really hard. But actually, if your competitors are getting wiped out as well, you buy um, sort of Uh, just natural selection end up staying there. And uh, that's what happened to us in the last recession. We were small. We wouldn't have been able to grow as quick, but a lot of our competitors were taken out just because we were still doing what we were doing. So just keep going. Um, That can give you this really increased position at at this um, divisive, uh, Darwinian, challenging, fear-based time. Don't believe everything you read in the media. Don't believe most of the things you read in the media and only control what you can control. So remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. And please share this around with other people you know, uh, because we need to get rid of the fear in business and we need to create a plan. You can. What's the point in being scared of something you can't control? Turn that fear into energy to make a plan for what you can control. That's all you can do. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.